It's a good show. Dude Abides on Radio 8-Ball. Jeff Dowd, a.k.a. The Dude, with Andres Jones here on Radio 8-Ball, coming your way all the way, all the time. Welcome to Radio 8-Ball. Give us a shake. the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andros Jones, and we are in the studio at Starburns Industries here with Miranda Zeiger. Hi. And she is performing her songs as the oracle fodder for our musical divinations and inviting friends and acquaintances to join her and ask questions and play music with her. And now we have a friend of hers who's been playing keyboards for the last two or three songs. Matt. You, last name? Yeah. Lurie. <laughs> Lurie, sorry. At this point in the show, I things get a little fluxy. So Matt Lurie, wearing your cool Freedy Johnston t-shirt you know him oh yeah yeah. you say i got a bad reputation yes that song sometimes i go on a jag where i just need to listen to that song yes like over and over and over again for like an afternoon and then i can put it away good yeah uh so yeah so uh lean into that mic would you mind and uh and now how do you how do you know miranda we were some of the first people in something called have you talked about the songwriting school i haven't okay there's something called the songwriting school of los angeles which is not far from here right a stone's throw away yeah who would have thought we'd end up here (laughs) way back then (laughs) um and yeah it just was like branda or miranda is i just think a musical genius and so I had no problem. You know, I just wanted to kind of be in her orbit a little, which I guess by me showing up here, I'm that has worked. You I'm, are. I'm in her orbit. <laughs> Excellent. And so I, so you're a songwriter in your own right? Yeah, in my own right. He is yes. a very talented songwriter. Like his chords and piano playing and songwriting is just like really, really, really special. And so we were in a songwriting workshop together and um, you, and he was like, the, most of the people, oh, I don't know if I should even say <laughs> this, but let's just say that. Not everyone was as good as Matt. No, like mm-hmm. I think uh, I was like, oh, um, he's like really stood out. And I was like, I would, that's somebody I want to like actually for real uh, work with. And um Whereas the other, a lot of times you're just looking for nice things to say, but in when 
I think I guess we both just really liked each other's songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where was this? It was this was here in Burbank. This mm-hmm. was, oh yeah, yeah. Who was running? It, it was the Songwriters School of Los Angeles. Yeah, it's a little it's a little on the nose uh, <laughs> of a name, but um, you know it's. When I hear the SS of L.A., I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> nervous. To, nervous. Um, keep in mind, this was uh, the year Obama was elected. I think, uh, or a year, anyway, it was a different time. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, it, the guy who runs it is like, you know, there's not a lot of people. Um, I know you had that really wonderful um, acting uh, teacher, acting mm-hmm. coach. Acting teacher, acting coach, 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 in here, and you know, I imagine it's a similar thing with an acting coach, where like you can't just put anybody in that role and like have like they can't just start up a school and be like, hey, I'm an acting coach. Like you have yeah. to have a certain amount of charisma and like empathy and knowledge, you know, and knowledge. And- yeah, like intelligence and yeah. So you're talking about Rob? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the guy who runs it is one of those really unique. People. His name is Rob. Wood. Rob Seals. Rob Seals. Yeah, and he kind of really, you know, I mean, literally like created that school and created uh, the group that we were in, and so I definitely credit him, you know, with uh, our with us finding each other. Yeah, and like developing as a songwriter because mm-hmm. that was the first time I'd ever even be, was writing regularly mm-hmm. because before that it would just be like maybe once every couple months some a song would like pop into my head, but in this case we met once a week and I always wanted to bring a song, so I it just got me in those only type of environment where I was being held accountable in any way and the support was just of that group was so um, important and then his uh, leadership I guess Mm -hmm. um, of running the workshop was just so I was so impressed Mm -hmm. by it yes just the way he could um, appreciate everything but also be super constructive with uh, critically, like. and is, yes. is he a, and he's a songwriter and on his yeah. own as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah, a he, great songwriter. And yeah. did you feel like, again, this is sort of going back to my question about being able to do both, being able to to be, to do something and also be there in service like to other teacher. people who are doing that mm-hmm. thing. What was it about the way that was? I get. Let me back it up. So two questions. One was the, what was it about his playing and the way that he did his own thing? That made you feel like, oh, I would, I could learn from that. Mm-hmm. I would, I would be in his class. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just, mm-hmm. um, I did, we didn't get to hear a ton of his stuff. So, but, but when we did, like, he just had that really polished, um, like, uh, just studied, mm-hmm. not like in a. Um, not in like an overdone way, but just mm-hmm. like somebody who could really knew how to craft songs and yeah. like his lyrics were just impeccable mm-hmm. and every, it was just really, you know, impressive. Mm-hmm. And so, and plus just um, his ability to to identify what worked and didn't work mm-hmm. was really blew my mind because yeah. I was like, how do you know? Well, it's a lot of psychology. 
mm -hmm. uh, to to pick apart something as um, really mysterious as a song. Yeah. Uh, and to, to understand why one thing works. It's not, when a song, quote, works, it's rarely because uh, it's not obvious necessarily all the time or it's it's not um it's not something that you can sort of easily explain oh yeah, yeah. um but yeah. but he was just so good at um he is i'm talking about like he's okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he still is. does this <laughs> yeah he's still his school is totally active um he's just excellent at sort of probing the the mind of the writer and probing the motivations of the writer. I mean, again, I was, <clears throat> I recently watched that uh, Barry show mm -hmm. on HBO, which is really uh, good. Have you seen that? No. Okay. Have you seen that? I know. I, he's, a, he's a serial killer who does, play, plays. Who's like, wants to become an actor. Yeah. And he's, so mm -hmm. he's like taking acting lessons mm -hmm. taught by Henry Winkler. And, mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's this, it really captures, uh, I, I've never been in an acting class, but sort of what I imagine L LA acting classes are, at least in the beginning. And it's pretty fascinating to see kind of that, um, yeah, just the, how, how, what a mind trip that whole experience must be like. Um, mm -hmm. And I know, yeah, in the songwriting school, it was like that for us. My experience in music, I, when I was a kid, I, I, my mom got me at piano lessons and I went and I went to piano lessons and I learned how to play piano, but I, well, and then I did on, that on trumpet and I did that on guitar and, and I, and none of that. And I felt like at no point in that, did I ever play any music? I knew how to read it. I knew mm -hmm. how to play what was on the thing, the charts, but I never got beyond reading and playing. Mm -hmm. And then when I was in high school, I got really into the who, and I was like, I'm going to get myself a guitar and I'm going to get find a guitar teacher who's going to teach me just the songs I want to learn. Mm -hmm. Great. And then from then on, I've been playing music. Mm -hmm. And that put in my mind this thing of like, I'm a little bit dubious of anyone who wants to teach. When I, anyone tells me about oh, teaching right. songwriting, I'm like, mm -hmm. for sure. If I was like, how can you teach that? Or right. how can you? And it's so per specific. Like, well, I've had so many people tell me that songs that I love are bad or mm -hmm. that songs that I hate are good. And I'm like, I don't know. So yeah, that's the downside <laughs> of those kinds of workshops. And you, you can way over workshop something, yeah. way over analyze something. And I also would never think you can teach someone how to be a good songwriter um, beyond a certain. I mean, I, I think if you are already um, have a natural gift for it, then um, you can totally work on your craft beyond that. Yeah. That's what I I think. So I think that if you come in there with um, that innate um, ability to, it's like it's an inspired thing. You you just yeah you cannot um, force that. It, and I really don't like um, anything contrived that just is like the worst thing ever yeah, to yeah. me. So um, yeah, that's why it's not like a hundred percent awesome to workshop songs because mm -hmm. sometimes if something works it just works and you can and and I don't like right. there being rules that you have to follow that's just right. ridiculous all and people would come in and like they there would be guests that would come in and try to say like <laughs> um uh, no, this just isn't done in you know in pop music or whatever. Like and as you, soon as you say that, I'm like, then that's yeah. exactly what the like 
It's like everything yeah. that's ever been good is in the face of that right. just isn't done. Exactly. Yeah. So like, exactly. Yeah. And the great thing about music is that there's nothing. There really is nothing you can't do. Right. Yeah. You know, you could set your guitar on fire. You right. can, you know, and jump up and down on it, and you might get the sounds that you need. Mm-hmm. But, but let's. It, uh, we we should get into the yes. musical divination okay. here. I, I mean, talk with about this. This is song all talk. Day. I love it. <clears throat> and all day. I feel all like day. the two of you all should have a have a song a song talk podcast. Oh my God. Spin off. <laughs> You'll be like my Jeffersons? <laughs> yeah. No, that'll be That makes me Archie Bunker. I don't know about like that. You'll be my Mork and Mindy? That would yeah. make me the Fonz. Hey, okay. that's not too bad. Okay. That's not too bad. So, uh, now what yes. is your question? Yes. Okay. A lot of questions running through my mind lately. I'm sure. Um I can't escape this one, and I wish I, I wish I were just more noble than someone who asks this question. But it's not inappropriate. But um, <laughs> like what? just like I guess, like yeah, Miranda, do I have to read? Or I'm sorry, April Oracle. Yeah. Oracle, do I have to read the news? Oh. Do you have to read the news? Well, now, to engage the Pop Oracle, you get to pick a card. (gasps) Any card. Pick a card. Any card. Pick a card. Any card. Pick a card. Any card. Hold it up. Song number three, which is All I Ever Did. Uh-huh. Was watch the news. <laughs> oh man! I. All right. Let's mm. see. Okay.
And that was All I Ever Did from Miranda Zeiger and Matt Lurie. And that was the answer to Matt's question, does he have to watch the news? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about the background of that song, Miranda. <laughs> um, well, I really don't remember. Uh, all I remember about this is sitting on my couch. That's where most of my songs <laughs> Were your feet elevated? Not, not in this case, no. Can't you tell? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, like many songs, um, you know, it's just like a, a, the line pops into my mm. head, like a, a line with a melody. And in that case, is I believe it was just like I... I was thinking about a relationship, you know, and about how like all like all I ever did, all I ever did was lo- I don't know, all I ever did was love you was the thought, and then a lot of times a thought will be followed by a lyric, it it, it, it turning into a lyric with a melody. So then um, it started with all I ever did was love you, um, but. That's pretty much all I remember, and then I was just trying to describe what it's like being in that kind of consuming, mm-hmm. consuming relationship. Mm-hmm. I think the thing about um, mm-hmm. being consumed mm-hmm. with something, that is what applies to mm-hmm. your question, mm-hmm. because it's like um, something that is toxic, mm. something that is Preach. like... Um, <laughs> what is so, that? That's, that was. She's gonna take us to church now. I just like. <laughs> Miranda's gonna take us to church now. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna say if the news is the guy in this situation, mm. um, mm. it's like you get don't give yourself mm. away to this. Mm. Because the news, is, I avoid it myself. Mm. Um, I know it's like a controversial thing to mm-hmm. do, but mm-hmm. uh, if you find yourself being influenced in a, or, or uh, consumed mm-hmm. by something that isn't your problem, mm. that sounds like mm-hmm. you know, uh, I know you're sad, but yeah. but like in a relationship, a toxic relationship, you get consumed and you get addicted mm. to um it's addictive yes. i mean that's what this is yes. about is an addictive toxic relationship and the fact the fact that you cannot control it is part of what's addictive mm-hmm. like that oh yeah the powerless powerlessness is mm-hmm. actually for certain people in certain psychologies which i will admit to is in and of itself kind of uh addictive so i got a question so are you drawn to pay attention to are you do you feel like mm-hmm. the natural, like your natural thing, is to pay hyper <coughs> intention to it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I'm, you worry, you get like yeah, all worried about. I it. get like pretty stressed out. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Um, it's. I just have a really hard time figuring out. I'm fascinated by it, aka addicted, but I have a hard time figuring out like how much of that is like. Like I've I have a I have a friend that uh, is just like you do realize like all this politic like you know I'm talking about politics mostly here and he's like you you know all this political news it's just entertainment 
this is all just like a horse race right now. And like, you know, it, yeah, I'm realizing I'm maybe so, <laughs> opening okay. up a whole no, Pandora's box. No, 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 box, no, no, no. This is not, do we, you know, okay. everyone, the, the mm. in the realm of the pop oracle, there are no wrong questions. And, uh, you know, everyone has their own way of approaching these things. Mm-hmm. Now, Mostly, what I'm interested in is con- yeah. is the context yes. of where it comes from. Yes. So, and I'm also kind of curious. I think it depends what. So, what is your go-to? Like, what's your what's your drug of choice? Are you CNN 24/7, or are you mm. listening? Are you checking out Democracy Now <laughs> every day, or yeah, are you, like which? Like, what is the what uh-huh. is the new? Like, is it just face your Facebook feed and whatever crazy shit is being posted about horrible stuff that's going on? Yeah, it's it's uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter is the medium, hmm. um, and I will definitely go on Twitter vacations. But um, it's yeah, I'm I I, I do want to, and I appreciate because we are we're talking about this song and it's. I think I have this so much of the news sort of I think pits these storylines like it's so obvious what the right thing to do is mm-hmm. like you're just trying to love somebody or you're just trying to help someone else and then like the narrative gets created that like someone is like blocking that or someone is like interfering and it's like it feels so riveting and mm-hmm. uh, it's sort of like, what? There's no way we could want to block that. Are you kidding me? There's mm-hmm. no way. And like, what's their justification? And then you see them do a justification. You're like, oh, my God, that's the craziest thing. And it's just, um, I don't know what it is. And it's absolutely a circus. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> Twitter, I mean, definitely like left-wing political people I, I follow. And like a lot of just kind of White House journalists mm-hmm. I find fascinating uh, that all the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, this White House obviously is just like so dysfunctional in a, such a fascinating way. Yeah, um, like in a brain hurting kind of way. Yes, yes. So, I, mean, I well, there's there's one line that I keep coming mm. back to as I look at like all I did was worry that you were going to do me wrong. Mm. Always in a hur- in a hurry to prove what we had was strong. Mm. There, actually, it, there's something that Ollie was worried that you were going to do me wrong. Always in a hurry. Those three lines, particularly, because I'm I'm very some I I I don't know if it's the same, but okay. I'm I feel obligated to pay attention. Yes. Like at the very least, like I don't want to be, you know, have my head in the sand. I feel like it's my job. It's it comes with my white privilege is right. that I have to be. I have to put my mm-hmm. face in that shit and <laughs> taste it, smell it. You know, it's like I don't get to just because I can't, mm. like I could. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not a luxury that I feel com- I feel mm-hmm. comfortable taking. Yeah. And not that it does anyone any good. Right. But it feels like it's the, it's literally the least I can do. And right. it's because, you know, because <clears throat> I always am in a hurry mm. that they're going to do me wrong. Yes. And do you wrong and do us wrong. And somehow I feel that by paying attention to it, I am in some way. I might be able to make a difference, right? Like in the well, in the moment, right. but at the same Which time, a, what you're saying mm. is like at the same time you can get so caught up in it. And I guess that's why I was asking if your pull is to ignore, mm. then I would say no. 
you should be paying attention right. to news. If your new, if your pull mm -hmm. is to totally focus in on the news, yeah. then I would say that probably like for balance's sake, right? You need like you yeah. can't be completely down that rabbit hole. That's why context is so important. Yes, and, excellent point. You know, it's like the people, like they say, the people who, <clears throat> the people who aren't having kids because of. The, because of the environment being a mess are mm. the people who should be having kids and the people right. who are just pumping out kids despite that are the wow. ones who shouldn't and it's the same kind of like mm -hmm. that uh, I, I'll use one more analogy it's something my uh, my uh, my father whose dream seminars in, influenced this format a lot mm -hmm. he taught at Evergreen and one of oh, the things awesome. that they say in Evergreen seminars it's a seminar system oh, okay. as opposed to a class system and they yeah. say if you're the kind of person who contributes to the conversation you always has something to say your job is to stop mm -hmm. and wait and see if somebody else makes mm -hmm. your point mm -hmm. and if you're the kind of person who hangs back and doesn't say anything mm -hmm. your job is to say whatever the first yes. thing that comes to your mind is Yes. Yeah, and yes. so it's the same kind of thing with the with the news. If you're not going to be able to look away, so maybe it's good to take breaks. I think you're right. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, and they are trying to hurt us, so we also need to pay attention. So. Well, right. Yeah. Like Yeah, it is definitely a complicated or not. It's like uh just there's a balance that you're always just trying to achieve mm. not just with that mm -hmm. but with like everything i mean you get don't get so like worrying <laughs> is not productive in any way mm -hmm. but being aware is very is very important yeah yes so Moi? no exactly <laughs> Well, <clears throat> we're going to keep you here in the studio, okay, Matt, okay, and then we're okay. going to—I think we're going to bring in our next okay, guest, and great, we're just going to like add more and more people to the room. Okay. Unless you—do you feel like there's any last thing that you wanted to share about the interpretation? Did you get what you wanted? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think the beautiful thing, Andras, about what you're doing is that, um, and I think Miranda songs are such a good vehicle or such a good uh, uh, choice for this podcast is that. Um, you know, like every sort of really every song like about love, quote unquote, is, um, you know, these are all just like everything we do in the world is like about is relationships. Mm -hmm. And so when you have a really amazing songwriter like Miranda, oh you God. can start to <laughs> hear um you can start to examine not just, oh, that's what people do in relationships. Oh, now I know not to do that in a relationship or something. But more like, oh, like, huh, the way I interact with my cats or the way myself, myself, exactly myself or the news or every, you know, we all we're always relating to things. So that's the beautiful thing about your pod is sort of finding, um, giving us the, the, the birth to look at at, at these uh, this art form, I think, in a in that way. So bravo, yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. I love I love the way a song can mean a di mean a different thing. So many layers. Mm -hmm. At any yeah. you know, like to the songwriter, to the mm -hmm. listener, at a different mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, you know, there's so many. It's a, there's such a magical vehicles for so much. And yeah. yeah, when we go into a room and allow randomness and to to shift the context on the songs, I hope it's a blast for you, Miranda. That's the thing. Yeah, for <laughs> me as a songwriter, about my songs, yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, all right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. 
If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Show. It's a good show. <laughs>